1: It's the Luca Pete Show. How you doing? It's Monday, the sixteenth of May. Luke Moore is joining me. How the devil are you, sir?
0: Very well, thank you. Got some pretty sweet beans over this side of the fence, and yeah. um... I
1: imagine, like, I imagine my side of the fence is beautiful and creosoted and, and dry and, and and quite well uh, put together. Your side just wall to wall smashed up beans. Maybe? A oh, it's big too. time.
0: Big time. I was going to say, I'm, I'm, it'd be interesting to know what you've got planned for this week, because you know, we're introducing ourselves to the, to our listeners on a Monday, but before we do mm. that, you're going to bring fence chat in, then I'm going to jump straight mm. on board and say the most recent fence action I've seen right. is when I cut the big bay tree down in the back garden, had to keep jumping over the fence to go into the next door neighbour's garden to clear up <laughs> all the mess before they found out.
1: Oh, so you didn't you didn't pre warn them that you were going to be jumping into their uh, garden? How high's <laughs> oh, nice, the fence? Well,
0: I don't think I really properly um, appreciated how much debris, how much like bay tree, flotsam, and jetsam would fill, over, yeah. fall over to their side. So, but luckily they're all out. They were out, so it didn't matter. Um, yeah. I just like to clear up after myself. You know, at what point do you draw the line? Do you clear up after yourself, or do you not trespass? You know, what's worse?
1: I th- yeah what would they yeah, what would I prefer less trespass or more tree uh, cuz I'm thinking uh, when you say bear tree I think of uh, banyan tree which are those massive fucking things that 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 have roots that grow for, uh, the banyan tree they have roots growing out of their out of the ends of their uh, branches and they go down to the ground and they suck up water like that. I think that's a banyan tree.
0: Yeah, it, yeah, it, it is, yeah. They they look amazing.
1: It's, it's like but they kind of like they don't just have roots that are at the trunk. Uh they have roots that are in the branches as well. It's amazing, like and uh and also it was a level in the uh, popular spectrum Amstrad Commodore 64 game Jet Set Willy, the banyan tree. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yes, I remember Jet Set Willie in a big way. I feel like it might mm. be a, a video game we've talked about quite a lot before because we're both yes. of the age. I didn't have that platform. No. Um, I had a BBC Micro. Before that, I had an Acorn Electron. Yeah. But I, so I never had the, uh, the Spectrum. But I remember Jet Set Willy being a big favourite of, um, of my friends. and So I would go around my mate's houses and play it. Mm. Um, I don't remember a banyan tree in it, though, although I do like a banyan tree, generally speaking, uh, as a tree.
1: I think they're magnificent creatures, to be quite fair. I can't remember where I was when I actually saw one. I was like, that's a banyan tree. Uh, but I don't really know where they go. Africa? <laughs> Maybe I was yeah. in Africa. I it's don't a, know. It's a fairly um, safe bet. Lukey, I'm just reading about this a uh, big new story. Um, you and me, we're both fashionistas. We're, there's not a single day that goes by oh, where we're not big time. You know, buying stuff off uh porter You ASOS. broke the internet
0: with your dog shirt the other day.
1: I know we had a little photo shoot, didn't we, me you and Kate. And uh, yeah, I, th- I thought we looked. Somebody said we looked like um, Carmela, Tony Soprano, and his son. Yeah, picture, I love that. We're was was, we so true <laughs> I, I look,
0: I've obviously got the big heft these days. You've got, you've definitely got the kind of problem child look about you for sure.
1: Oh, I thought I was Tony Soprano. No, what, what cause are you I talking like cool, about? Because I had like a kind of uh, an Arthur Daly sort of like lining on my jacket. I thought I was like the boss. Ah, nuts! It's all about perspectives, <laughs> isn't it?
0: You are a hundred percent the problem, child. Art,
1: okay? art is—you know—it's different for different people. You innit? are a hundred percent coming to
0: me and asking me if you can have a drum kit for your birthday.
1: <laughs> Only you got one, mate. All you I, bet, one. You are. I all bet you have. Only bought you are. one. Um, yeah, I've, I've, this new story uh, about. Um, Uh, uh, you know you buy all your clothes online and obviously when they don't because you can't sort of walk into shops anymore and try clothes on to see if they fit uh, or look good Um, and so you have to send stuff back Um, Zara have basically stopped offering customers free returns by post so there's a lot of other chains also going to be introducing charges which I think do you think like you know, this was supposed to be the big high street sort of revolution and stuff. Like, you know, it was going to be so much easier. They send you a load of stuff. Uh, you put on the stuff you like and keep the stuff you like. Yeah, so keep part of it. keep part of it. And they're sort of saying like, oh, it's because of rising labor costs and rocketing energy prices and higher trust. Like that is, are people forgetting what a business is? Like, like, like <laughs> yeah. you have yeah. to live within your means you can't live within your means that you did like in the fucking 50s you've got to live between your means and if you're not managing then don't pass on the shit to the customers I totally agree I just think, I just think service is getting worse Um, you know we're paying more for everything and, 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 and companies are sort of going well you
0: know oh we have to pass
1: it on to someone pass it on to your shareholders yeah. <laughs> pass it up for some but, guys. it's just you know, you know, more, uh, how much business it, it's costing
0: a big part oh. of the uh, online shopping um, experience for me is absolutely buying a load of stuff online, mm. getting it delivered to my house, putting on the stuff and, that I like and that fits, and then, crucially, yeah. not sending the other stuff back because I'll never get round to it, and then getting heavily told off by my wife. <laughs> so it won't affect me, although no. it should. Yeah. And I, I totally agree with this. I, I often find myself thinking this when I'm watching the news and I see business reports about this, that and the other, normally about energy prices and, and say, mm. oh, well, you know, yeah, the increase in cost. Well, I'm sorry. It's tough fucking shit. Right. <laughs> you, you can't build in to your um, business model a huge payout for your shareholders and a massive wage <laughs> hike for your CEO and go, well, you know, there's costs that need to be made here. You know, savings need to be made. It's absolute nonsense. (laughs) Totally. We run a business. You know, we don't do it alone. We have people to help us and people who know much more about that side of the business than we do. But we're continually told we can't afford to do this, we can't afford to do that because that's part of what running a business is. (laughs) So, you know, the worst thing about it, Pete, and what what you've kind of alluded to there is the fact that all these high street people will start doing it. So it won't even be a case where you can say, well, I'm not going to shop at Zara anymore because, yeah. because of that reason. Because yeah. they'll all fucking price fix it, even though it's illegal. <laughs> it won't officially be investigated, et cetera, et cetera. And that'll be that. I think that sometimes I know I'm old and people will roll their eyes, but I sometimes wonder if everything is getting a bit shit.
1: <laughs> not this show. This show's got better. I think you're if right. If you ask me... The bit-roaring. listenership has gone up. Maybe it's indicative of a wider problem. The listenership's, <laughs> gone, yeah. listenership's gone up.
0: I need to find some people who are fucking much worse than me to listen to <laughs> to make myself feel better. But I would say this, Pete. I would say that um, you know I've noticed this in quite a lot of areas of life at the moment, particularly living in or around London. And that yeah. is the correct use of "in" and "around" because yes. it actually makes sense. Yeah, it is impossible to drive anywhere now. Right. within an hour of London without it taking forever. Right, right yeah. There's I two journeys I regularly do, right? One is to my sisters and one is to my mm. parents. There's yeah. actually a third one sometimes up to my wife's um, uni and um, they're all about two hours around London. Mm. The journey time has gone up 30%, 40%. Okay. The roads are fucking shit. The Every single motorway is being... Comp- um, narrowed to to make way for something called Smart Motorways which is coming some point in 2028 or something which I have no idea what it is it's not been explained and every single road in London's got a pothole the size of (laughs) your head in it
1: (laughs) my head or your head not my head that's too far
0: (laughs) That will that's, come, but not quite technically
1: yet. A <laughs> the, um, if you're that's a sinkhole. A that's a landslide. If you're in, that's yeah. a that's an event. That's a that's an event that's that a road needs to be studied. The, uh, the, the 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 yeah. I I I'm very cute about. I don't know what roads were like before I started driving because I started driving last September. So I I drove my partner to the airport on last uh, God when was it that's Tuesday evening uh, and drove her back and drove back Tuesday evening. So I'm sort of very conscious about driving into London is always a nightmare unless it's after seven PM. So they're the only times that I sort of try yeah, and, and make that particular journey. Uh what I wasn't expecting when I got to Heathrow was fucking I'm dropping her off. I'm literally pushing her out the car. Uh sending her on her way. Uh I've got to pay five pounds for that. Like, yeah. <laughs> five pounds yeah. to drop someone off. It used to be free at the but airport. It's not now and then I forgot to pay it. Luke, I'm in a real funk at the moment. I've got, I don't know what, you know I'm bad at admin, you know I'm terrible at that sort of thing. I was waxing lyrical about how in my, you know, seven months of driving, I've, I'm yet to have a parking ticket. And then, as if by magic, I got three. <laughs>
0: In one word. And, and mate, can I just also say, uh, <laughs> one of them is from the, when you tried to do a handbrake turn in the office car park. Yes. And uh, then you were so excited about it, you forgot to pay for parking. Yeah. I was so proud because you sent me a picture of the, um, yeah. of the evidence that the parking company sent you. And yeah. I was in the picture. You yes. were in the
1: picture and they blanked Haven't... your
0: face out. And I thought I was having the last laugh. And no joke, I had a little chuckle about that when you sent me that on the way home. So for those yeah. listening, Pete got a parking ticket. They sent him a photo for proof. Uh, whatever the cost is, forty quid or whatever. I was in the photo, like laughing at him, but my face blacked out, like I was in the SAS. I was delighted, right? <laughs> I literally got home and got a thirty-seven pound fifty charge for not paying the dark charge. Oh no! So I'm that in the sucks. same boat. <laughs> Absolutely hapless boat. Oh,
1: never mind. Yeah, so but the dark what charge. You a are, thing, what were you, isn't you it? ever two for? Ah, uh, just general uh, misdemeanors. I was. Uh... I uh, I had I had ordered parking in uh, the borough of Lambeth, and they uh, and it ran out, and literally a quarter of an hour later they managed to get me. I was like, wow, at like nine a.m. Yeah. in a bay under a tunnel in Lambeth near the American Embassy. What were you Incredible doing there? Incredible stuff. <laughs> I, was, I, I, I no. don't
0: think you should be saying under a tunnel. <laughs> <laughs> near the American near Embassy. The American embassy. <laughs> and they caught me. I
1: was just dropping off some gas canisters. Don't worry about it. Uh, do you remember, do you
0: remember we were in the, remember, Have we told our listeners the story of you and I in the American Embassy?
1: Yeah, 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 and, uh, yeah. and yeah. We, well, we just went to the American Embassy. What was the story? What is the story,
0: Luke? That, that girl who used to go out of Brooklyn Beckham kept staring at me.
1: That never happened. It, it did staring- happen. You she said kept, at
0: the time it happened. You agreed with me.
1: She wasn't looking at you, though. But, yes, yeah, she She. was. She, it was the last used to go to Brooklyn Beckham, and uh, Luke said that she kept on uh, looking she at
0: did. him. She <laughs> did. You even agreed at the time.
1: <laughs> All right, okay, fine. Okay, a model looked at Luke. A model looked at yeah. Luke, everyone, at the American Embassy. Yeah. Mod- models out, outside of a photographer's studio are quite odd-looking, aren't they?
0: I think that's they're the quite, point. Aren't they supposed to be like a, like a blank canvas type thing?
1: Yeah, but I mean, I mean, you'd think you'd sort of go... I'm not a yeah. blank
0: canvas. I am <laughs> a chubby, hairy <laughs> canvas.
1: Someone's painted, someone's painted over you. You're like a fresco, and then they've yeah. painted oil painting over the top of
0: it. <laughs> <laughs> We've I'm got like, to reuse like, this canvas. I'm like one of those... Uh, masterpiece paintings they find but someone's painted like a Tony Hart thing over the top of it
1: <laughs> did you see that um, do you remember that woman who no it wasn't a woman it was a woman and a man uh, they were famous art forgers and stuff and you know this, this guy was a really uh, I think she did the business and he was the the artist uh, and they basically uh, painted these incredibly uh, convincing fakes. I cannot remember what artist it was, but mm. they certainly had um, interest in the millions of dollars uh, in, in their paintings, uh, um, pretending to be someone else. And he, this guy, right, he he got all of the materials, hand-stretched the canvases, as you would do back in the day, made sure the wood in the canvases was the right wood, made sure every fibre was not out of place, and every material used could have been plausibly used yeah. 100 or 200 years ago. But he bought like one particular kind of paint that he had assurances did not contain a particular alloy and they tested it and it was one colour out of 50 colours he used and they managed to sort of figure out that no this could not have been painted 200 years ago because it didn't have some kind of fucking gallium in it or something whatever the fuck it was yeah. uh, and, and, and imagine how annoyed you would be if you had meticulously because you didn't create your own paints and you had to trust the uh, the the, 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 uh, the way it had been put together and just one little fucking molecule out of, out of space uh, it was he got arrested for it for fraud incredible
0: yeah, I, I also read. It's a it's a fascinating area of interest that because I read, I remember reading a while ago. There was a Chinese guy, quite an old fellow actually, maybe in his seventies, who was I think seen and recognised as one of the world's greatest art forgers in history. Right, like he was he was incredible. I think he might have been the official artist for um for the the leader of China back in the day. Okay, um, but he got busted. Um, because he did a deal with a couple of like, spanish based brokers um, yeah. and by that but by the time he got caught, he was back in china, so what what he had done is I think he was a Chinese citizen. he had done some official artwork for the Chinese Communist Party or whatever. He was a particularly amazing artist and yeah. then he moved to New York City and did all these forgeries. by the time he got caught out, he was back in China, and China refused to hand him over, so we'll never face justice, but right. they were saying that his um his his work was so good there's almost like a philosophical like question mark about whether the art should actually be valued as a really amazing achievement because right. he would he he would be like he would be forging like Jackson Pollock one year you know, Mark Rothko next year, and then doing some kind of Rembrandt the year after. Like it was properly different <laughs> art. You know, it was it, was, it wasn't. Like, you know, he didn't no, have he, like a like
1: a. He, he didn't. He wasn't like uh, spells his impressions on the ramble. Like he didn't have like a few he could do. He could. Well, just I would do always
0: everything. defend spells impressions on the ramble, chiefly because right. I do admire the fact that he goes away and works on them. So, right. If, if, okay. if, like, you you say to him, he'll sit with you and go. Oh, I've been doing work on this impression. What do you think? And he'll do it. And yeah. if you say it's not very good. Yeah. He'll go away and he'll work on it and come back. So I respect the craft. Yeah, but when we work. tell
1: him not to do Nelson Mandela, he keeps doing yeah, Nelson Mandela.
0: But, he, but he, <laughs> I, he would he would admit it's a narrow band that he can work with. <laughs> <in>. <laughs> but but I, I, I all I'm saying is this guy this guy I wonder like philosophically whether mm. there is real merit in being that good.
1: What do you mean? As in, you're, it's almost like you are amazing, for... but you've
0: chosen darkness. It's almost like being a supervillain, right? Yeah, you've got okay, this superpower. Right. But yeah. like, you know what it's like. If you, I mean, you're quite a good artist when compared to me, but you know, you you see genuine. You're in the presence of genuine talent. Mm. It's quite, it's, it's quite a cool thing, isn't it? And this guy's chosen just to be. Yeah, I think what I'm going to do is I'm a brilliant painter. But yeah. what I've chosen to do for no reason really, is just to fuck everyone up.
1: Yeah, but it's like it, like no one was interested. Presumably, no, he didn't start out like that. He probably started out like Hitler. You know, do your own paintings. Nobody liked them. Let's invade <laughs> Poland.
0: No, he started out as like chairman Mao's like official painter. Yeah, painter. yeah, okay, fair, fair. Yeah. <laughs> isn't, it, isn't it um isn't it uh I think George W Bush is a very yes, um, is, dedicated yeah. artist now, isn't he? Like a very committed artist. I don't know if his work is worth if of very merit. I'm not an art critic, but he's definitely someone who's really into his art.
1: It's it's fa- it's quite playful. Does not he do a, a lot of drawings of dogs? I want to say <laughs> He does a lot of drawings of dogs. It's not uh yeah, it's um it's it, it's it's quite playful. It's surprisingly playful yeah. for a man. Who should have a, yeah? Who I guess is being reassessed by every ticking second that <laughs> comes yeah. to world leaders. That <laughs> always happens, doesn't
0: it? With like older world leaders, like people, that, people they tend to be looked at in a much more pleasant light. Kind of but but also uh, yeah. it's
1: probably down to a little bit of nostalgia as well. So I go, oh, the world is shit. I mean, the world's always been shit, and the generation before, you know, Helen Handcart, it'll be fine. Yeah, because <laughs> Pete, Pete what well, actually? It's,
0: it's a really, I think it's a really interesting area of. Um, of, like, public discourse. I, I think there is a word for it. I can't remember what it is, though, so, I mean, you'd have to take my word for it. But, you know, the idea that human beings always think the world's getting worse when by every measure it's actually getting better. So yes, you're in yeah. the, the safest, healthiest, most technologically advanced, obviously, generation that you've ever, that has ever been. But yeah. people automatically have a, have a, almost like a default setting where they think everything's shitter. <laughs> but it's, 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 just, it's just by any measure, any objective measure, it's not. Yeah. And it's easy for us to say in the West, of course, but I mean, generally speaking, but the, the, the idea of George W. Bush is an interesting one because, you know, I'm not obviously making excuses for anything, you know, any bad stuff that's been happened under his watch, you know, the, the Iraq war and all the rest of it. But what's quite interesting, I think about American presidents generally is the most, the most, most of them tend to have a kind of folksy charm.
1: Right. Yes. like So yeah. you can
0: like Obama had like a, a, a common touch Biden's, um, Biden's
1: got a, a fault Bi- Bi- yeah, so That's, I think that's Biden, his whole strength, isn't it?
0: The problem with Biden is he's come along like 30 years too late <laughs> because he, he just seems so old. But yeah, I take your point. But with, with George W. Bush, even if you're not of the political persuasion that he mm. represents, which is obviously totally understandable, to Americans, particularly in the South, he is a, seen as an embodiment of that kind of southern hospitality, very friendly, very kind of charming, glint yeah. in your eye kind of guy. Good old good time guy you know, and that that's that 's partly what stood him in a lot of good stead now of course the the extreme opposite to that is is Donald Trump right, who's completely out of touch with reality in many different ways, but even though they ostensibly represent the same party, i mean George w. Bush got absolutely no time for for donald Trump, Do you know what i mean and they they mm. they dis- dislike each other intensely so Quite interesting. Anyway, Mm. should we have a quick break?
1: Let's hit the break and then come back with some emails. Do you reckon the sponsor would
0: like us to you to try and forge some art?
1: Uh, See if we can pass it off uh, as a special. Um, what, if we were sponsored by like an auction house or something? <laughs> Imagine that. I, I mean, that would be,
0: be that incredible. Would be a, even,
1: I don't think we could write the copy for that. This is going to cost <laughs> you money and
0: trash your reputation internationally. Would you like to do it? <laughs> <laughs> you would. Excellent. Uh, all right, let's have a break. When we come back, we'll, do, we'll try and get to an email or two, but we'll probably just carry on chatting shit, let's be honest. Yeah. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up.
1: We're back with the Luke and Pete show if you'd like to get in touch with the show. And by the show, I mean two men in a room. It's us. Hello at com is the email address. Hey, I'm too cool for school. I don't use email anymore. I live in the future in the metaverse. Well, drop us a tweet for fuck's sake. We're still listening. It's yeah. uh, Luke and Pete show on Twitter or Instagram,
0: probably. Yeah. Um, <laughs> can I read that tweet out um, about the metaverse that I sent you that really made you laugh?
1: Okay, yeah.
0: Do you remember it? Yes, I do. Yes. Can you feel for like thirty seconds? while I just get it up on my phone.
1: You sa- I certainly can. Uh, well, why don't I do a little, uh, little, little email? I That'll be wait. longer
0: than thirty no, seconds, no, won't it? I'll no, no, take no, no,
1: all right. Well, I'll t- all right. Well, what I'll do is while you're doing that, I'll pop onto uh, Facebook. I saw Facebook? a wonderful. G- <laughs> so that.
0: you're being serious.
1: I, I, um, they were on Marketplace. There was a lovely. Uh, Apple iMac G3 You know those big Fucking tellies Those big monitors um, That were kind of like uh, Kind of purple And colourful Alright I'm ready now um, We'll never know What happened
0: <laughs> Go on Luke <laughs> No you carry on I'll do it
1: after No, nah, sorry Well it's, it, she was selling it For 75 quid And I looked at it and I was like Oh that looks nice That looks really nice And I'm really interested In the item I said will you do 50 And now I'm regretting Doing 50 Because that'll go Really quickly Someone already yeah. have it what oh, did, I, mate, do my, my, did my... I do that for Why did I do that
0: my friend Steve Grant, shout out Steve, um, big Southampton fan, but we're still pals because that's how much of a good guy I am in real life. Yeah. Um, he was trying to sell a fucking brand new top of the range iMac that he mm. didn't have room for anymore because he had to move house. He was like, listen, mate, I've got to get rid of this. You know, it's, I promise you it's kosher, it's great. And I trust yeah. him completely. I was like, fantastic. I said, right, I'm interested. Uh, and I had, a, I had about a 45 minute strong disagreement with the Wi Fi I have access to about whether we had any room to put it in the flat or not yeah. uh, and then we collectively decided that we didn't so I had to say no right.
1: oh no that's yeah. hard isn't it I did. the politics of reaching out and doing and helping someone out and you know doing the solid for someone and then sort of realising what's going to mean for your home life it's actually it's, it's...
0: well I retweeted it for him and he sold it straight away so I've helped oh, out a okay. bit alright um, shall, I,
1: shall I up my bid to 75 yeah do it yeah I'm going to do it
0: up actually. your bid to like to the point where they can't refuse it actually <laughs>
1: Spend all your money. <laughs> as you're thinking about it, I could probably do I could probably do seventy five shall I say seventy, so it's a bit cheekier.
0: Can I ask you a quick question? Yeah. If you've got a MacBook as a laptop and you've got an iMac at home, can you sync them so they are exactly the same?
1: Say it again. Can so so, so sync- for
0: example, I'm at work now and I've got yeah. the laptop open yeah. and I get home and I want to do some work. Yeah. Rather than get the laptop open, can I open the iMac, start it up and it be exactly the same as what's on the laptop? And can I, I sync them? Basically,
1: there's probably some way of doing it, but um, if I know, Max, I feel like that should be a USP of, a, it'll of Apple. It'll be a pin pin in the fucking ass. Yeah, no, I completely agree. And and that, but that's kind of what you. You know your Google Docs and your and your and your Dropbox is for, isn't it? So you could probably just sync a, a folder and everything's just kind of there and you just open it up and yeah, that's and, what I want. And, and, uh, yeah, and well I don't you, want that because I haven't got it. Cause I didn't buy just, it. If I did, that's what I would <laughs> but want. Just use Dropbox then. Sorry. Okay. I don't know. Um, yeah. So this is
0: this tweet that really made me laugh about the Metaverse that you because you just reminded me of it. And someone's just tweeted, "I'm in the Metaverse Walmart with your granddad, <laughs> and, I, and I'm straight up beating the fuck out of him. I'm dressed up like <laughs> Kermit the Frog and I've got him in a headlock and he doesn't know what's <laughs> happening to him." John Wick is here too. John Wick is <laughs> and here thought, too. And if that's absolute the metaverse, I absolute
1: fucking coup de gras at the end of it. But like all of like these uh, these images of uh, the metaverse, I mean, you know, we have we spoken about this before. Like the metaverse is supposed to be this decentralized kind of taking the power back, a new kind of internet. And the only kind of examples that we've got of the metaverse are owned by Facebook. <laughs> so none yeah. of them are decentralized. None of them are a true metaverse, etc., etc. Uh, and so, like, w- and and every kind of, like, depiction of the metaverse from these big companies looked like, do you remember, did you ever have a PS3? Yeah. There was a little, it wasn't even a game. It was like a kind of, like, a social network, uh, a sort of virtual reality social network called Home. PS Home, I think they called it. Yeah, I remember it, yeah. And, and you would sort of wander around. Maybe you'd get, get a game of bowling going or something, or you'd, or you'd chat to people in, in like these houses, and you'd build houses and stuff, and it's just all kind of like that. And and the metaverse just looks like that. I, I, I'm seeing nothing more advanced than what we saw 10, 15 years ago. I really yeah, do I,
0: believe I, I I really want to say that I think it looks crap, but I'm worried that young people will laugh at me.
1: There's I, I've just seen nothing. And and the main entry point and the main difference this time around is VR. Now, you know, I get motion sickness. I can't use VR. Certainly the the, the last time I tried I like watching videos of old
0: people using VR and falling over in the garden.
1: Absolutely crack their heads through a plasma screen. I'll never get tired of that. <laughs> Go for a real jump. It's like What did you think this... Ronnie O'Sullivan going through a table. Oh, like, I'll never get tired of it. I'll never brilliant. get tired of it. It's just like, what do you think this is? <laughs>
0: <laughs> so basically, for people who want to know what our WhatsApp chats like, me and Pete, it's basically this kind of stuff, but also um, us sharing photos, screenshot photos of Jordan Peterson in funny poses.
1: <laughs> oh God, that well, man! Why does he cry is... so much these days? I, I don't is mind he too Obviously, much meat.
0: I've got no problem with anyone crying and showing their emotions. I think it's a really important no. thing, and I think it's something that you know, patriarchal society has has ruined for. Half, yeah, you know, literally half the population. I think that's yeah. a shame, but I don't think that I don't personally believe that if you are someone who's an expert speaker on a panel, you should cry every time you do one.
1: <laughs> it's it's not in the job description, really, is it? I mean, it shows you're emotional about it, but that seems to be all you, you're showing at the moment. That it's he's um. Uh, there's no two is about it. He's a fucking awful
0: chap. Who, I get who served up a load enabled... of his videos. What does that say about me?
1: Well, yeah, we're just in the right, we're, um, we're, we're men of advancing years. Yeah, but I think the algorithms
0: white, are really lazy. Middle class
1: men. Yeah, well, yeah, they are, but like, but also I think, but I will always, if, if, if somebody, if there's a clip of John Peterson crying, or even like John Peterson, awning fucking the woman on channel four, like I'll click on it and I'll watch it. <laughs> yeah, that was always served just, up. And it's just, over, and, and you just, because, because it is fascinating, going, right, has he actually owned them, or is he just is he just talking? I think is he say just talking? Pounded they yeah. him. <laughs> I just that kind of I just thought. Sort of has he actually? And so, like, he's a fascinating creature because he's he's enabled so much fucking so many thick racist people to say thick racist stuff because they point to this fella as being well, he's the clever bloke, isn't he? He's he's the clever bloke who can, who can he I knows that, what can he's talking about, know, and he agrees
0: with me. That's not my beef. My beef right. isn't with that. Yeah. My beef no. is that um yeah. I get sent these videos like that that seem to either through the username of the of the account sharing them and of the subtitles they put on it and mm. the comments that the, the text they put underneath that seems to imply that if you follow what he's saying and do what he's saying, you'll also become wealthy and successful. And that right. kills me, that's a neg because I always tell myself that I am wealthy and successful. And it's <laughs> and to get the constant reminder that I'm not already, and if I if I just act a bit like more like Jordan Peterson, I will uh, I, <laughs> I will become just... more wealthy and successful, is upsetting. And then you know I go down the street to work, and I go into the office, and I get passionate about something, and I start crying, and everyone yeah. wants to go home. Everyone so wants to go home. What gives?
1: Look, you have a real deep love for grit production. <laughs> <You know. laughs> I don't. I, I not how to do it the uh the, the the way that uh I'm all about it, the stories the I'm, I'm about, all about the human the,
0: human stories mate the
1: human interaction the the, the but the bloke stuff like he has fallen to bits cuz he only eats his steak and only eats his beef and he doesn't eat anything else uh and he looks sweaty um, every time uh, his, eyebrows, video have clip crazy, of, his right. eyebrows have gone crazy. His so eyebrows have gone crazy. He looks unwell. Look look he keeps crying. It's all those kind of. Um, it's all that Valium they put in the in the cows, isn't it? It's all those kind of additives they give the cows to calm uh, the fuck and, down.
0: Uh, and also, um, it's it's kind of a fascinating thing because I wonder. This is more of a broad point, and I'd be interested to know your take on this, Luke's broad point. I um, <laughs> yeah, I wonder actually if. Quite a lot of people who are firmly in the public eye now are actually quite Sad. unstable. Yes, like I, I I, I'm not that. qualified to to assess people mental, you know, mentally or anything like that, and I don't think anyone is, unless you know you clinically work with them. You know, no. But but to me, it feels like a trend that's been kind of gathering pace for some time now. Uh, you don't need to think very hard to find just in the last, you know, since the turn of the year. Really high-profile people who are clearly exhibiting unstable behaviour in the public eye, to quite a big way, to quite a big extent. You know, Kanye West, yeah. Will Smith, Jordan Peterson. Uh, there's there's loads of them, and Would and you... I wonder whether we're starting to come to terms with this is the first kind of sortie in the in the idea that we're coming to terms with the fact that it's not a healthy thing to be so publicly well known.
1: Uh, I, I, but I think do you do you not think that you, yeah and and plenty of celebrities have uh, have have fallen foul of of that in the past, but they perhaps didn't have as many avenues to exhibit such uh, bizarre behaviour. And I think, but do you not think that like a, you know a, a, I'm going to call him a, a thinker. He's clearly an intelligent bloke. He's clearly written some stuff, and he's clearly, but he's clearly, in my opinion, definitely on good God, definitely on the wrong side of history. A man like that would usually. He, you know, work for a university or whatever, and he'd write paid, paid papers, and he'd and he'd, so he'd he'd do that, and then um, that paper would be discussed. He'd have um, speaking appointments. He'd go to universities. He'd go to maybe perhaps on television, perhaps you know, to to to, uh, to speak about his chosen subject. Nowadays, though you have to produce so much fucking content and you always have to be on and you always have to be reacting online, you always have to be tweeting, you always have to be Instagram, you always have to be out there doing your thing and representing a particular line on something you never have the chance to just calm the fuck down and uh, and, and come up with a, a proper well-fought-out opinion anymore. So you're just this scattergun fucking blunderbuss pe- firing pellets all over the place. Every but it's sort it, but of... In
0: addition to that, Pete, also, it's the fact that if you look at Peterson's story specifically, he's a psychologist, right? Mm-hmm. And his specialism is um, the psychological um, markers and behaviours around alcoholism, mm-hmm. right? That's right. his specific expertise, right? And of yeah. course, if you're an academic that rises to the, near the top of your profession, you kind of specialize and get more and more narrow. That's essentially how, how it generally works, as far as I know. And But what happened was with him, he came up with some stuff where he got involved in a, a particular uh, aspect of Canadian law, which was passed, I believe, around the use of pronouns, where his argument was, look... I, I think, I'm pretty sure, and I don't want to mischaracterize the guy, I don't really want to kind of defend him either, I'm just trying to be objective if I can. He he's, His argument was, I will use the pronouns that people, of the personality that people exhibit, and I'm happy to do that, but I don't believe it should be government mandated, it shouldn't be passing a law right. around language, right? That was his big thing. And then and then what happened was, the alt-right jumped on that, and kind of used him as their cause celeb, saying he was yeah. being, you know, all this was happening, and then he really lent into that, and then, of course, what came off the back of it is exactly what you're talking about, where, and this happens all the time with publics, quote, intellectuals, where they say, oh, I'm really clever on that particular thing, so yeah. therefore everything I say about everything is valid. The amount yeah. of people that do it is unbelievable. Dawkins has done it. Russell Brand's done it. There's loads of people that do it. They, they just massively extrapolate and broaden themselves out yeah. on, under their own mandate. And people who aren't that clever then go, oh, I'm not very clever and that is my idea of a clever person so I'm going to defend yeah. everything they fucking say. That's yeah. basically it becomes, what happens.
1: And it becomes a cult, doesn't it? It becomes a cult effectively.
0: Hugely. It becomes it becomes, well, it just becomes another battle in the culture war where, mm. you know, which side are you on, which side are you not on? It's all just complete bullshit. It's total mm. bullshit.
1: Mm. Well, <laughs> we didn't do any emails but I think we had a lovely conversation about... I did a tweet uh, about
0: the metaverse. You did. That counts. <laughs>
1: Um, we'll be back on Thursday. It's a Monday, isn't it? Yeah, we'll be back on Thursday. We're back hey, Just fucking stuff. enjoy
0: my take down of Jordan Peterson if you want. Exactly. I
1: enjoyed it immensely. Yeah. Eat your meat.
0: I like eating meat. And that's the thing. <laughs> Maybe we could do this on Thursday. I love animals and I hate cruelty to them, but I also like mm. eating meat and it's the biggest cause of kind of cognitive dissonance in my life. And it's yes. actually quite annoying.
1: Completely annoying. Because I don't think I'd be <laughs> able to survive annoying.
0: if I stopped eating meat. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The most we can I, I, do I, yeah. is hope for the animals to be treated with as much respect as possible.
1: All right then. Well, what a lovely way to end. Normally,
0: <laughs> normally that that, normally that, sh- that type of chat when we do it, which is all the time, goes into that talk talk about that German guy who tried to cannibalise someone.
1: Uh, yeah, but right I mean, up his penis.
0: It's- <laughs> Fried up his penis And a bit of garlic and butter It it
1: was relatively consensual Um, (laughs) Weirdly Weirdly Weirdly. I mean you're right But that's weird Weirdly consensual Uh, All right, we'll be back on Thursday If you've ever eaten anyone At at helloatlookandpetshaw.com If you've ever been eaten by someone uh, At helloatlookandpetshaw.com If you've actually had a positive experience In
0: the the metaverse maybe As well
1: Yes If you've enjoyed your time In the metaverse I think the first few times Would be great It's just like Is this where we are now Got these fucking helmets on our head I feel sick (laughs) yeah we'll be back on Thursday have a cracking week take it easy see you later The Luke and Pete Show
0: is a stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network